0: For example, many times I swore I saw a Mothman-like creature running at the base of the tree in the night. And you didn't force your parents to move immediately? Like, come on. (laughs) It was darker than the blackness around it and a winged mass that was moving faster than a man could run. Ring the bell, guys.
1: Ring the bell.
0: Yes, Mothman. I'm so weirdly obsessed with it, but it terrifies me.
2: The words of Zach Baggins himself, you wanted us, now you got us. Well, you got us back for another Listener's Tale Part 7. Yes, let's get together as we conjure up these stories from our listeners who submitted them and for us to read them and present to you with such fright and delight. Let's gather around as we hear a creepy tale about a haunted castle in Wales and a haunted ship with a ghost photo. What if you and your family lived on land that had something nefarious connected to it? And your first paranormal experience was something that was otherworldly, that you couldn't explain, whether or not it was connected to someone who passed or something connected to the land. And finally, we get Bay Area Weird with another story that hails from San Francisco. So you know the drill by now. Let's gather more than one nightlight, some salianite, and some palo santo, and let's conjure up these stories for our Listener's Tales Part 7. Hey all you Holly Weirdos, just as a little side note, this episode was recorded via Skype since we are practicing social distancing, so please pardon any sound pollution or any glitches or muffs or dings. And for those that are not about the banter, feel free to time jump to the ghost stories at 1535. Bryce and I like to catch up before we get Holly Weird. So let's get Holly Weird.
1: Hey guys. Welcome back to Hollywood Paranormal. And it's about that time again when we uh, we started reading some of your listeners' tales. Yes. I'm sure you guys have been ready for this. Bryce hasn't, but I have.
0: Nah.
1: We got a couple of pretty juicy tales, guys, that you have sent to our email and we have read with great fear and anticipation.
0: <laughs> Bryce
1: more with fear. <laughs> some of you actually <laughs> Some of you actually sent in visuals which I'm excited to show yes. Bryce. So, yes guys, it's going to be a very fun episode. It's going to be an exciting episode and we needed this episode to come very, very soon. I think the last one we did was back in March, you know, oh right God. after the chaos this a uh, garbage fire of a pandemic started. So
0: That here's... seems like ancient history.
1: Let's let's do a check-in. How how are you? How are you, Bryce? How have you been doing?
0: Um, pretty good, you know, um, California is, like, in the midst of re-shutting back down, so that's certainly quite disheartening. Right, right. I always hated group projects in school, because (laughs) often what happens is you do all the work, and the other people get the same grade as you. Right. And I kind of feel like we're trapped in, like, a global group project, and it's really, really exhausting. Um, yeah, so that's, you know, it's hard to know that, like, the last four months haven't really helped us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't think that anything is for, like, no reason. Like, obviously, we had to keep each other safe, and we had to keep, like, our houses safe, and our loved ones and stuff. But when you see people who are, like, not on that same journey, it does it it's difficult to sort of fortify and be like, oh, this wasn't all for nothing. So mm-hmm. that's fine.
1: Yeah, totally feel you. I'm doing pretty well. I've just uh I'm I'm starting to work out so that it's been helping me like i got back into the groove this always happens when i start a workout routine like a daily Mm -hmm. workout regimen and i start to see results and then something happens and that's thrown to thrown to the wind all of a sudden
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and now i started working out um to this uh youtuber called chloe ting and i absolutely love her and she kicks my ass and i highly recommend You know, anyone, anyone who is looking for a good workout, you know, video uh, challenge or anything, do her videos, they're really good. It's like, I think the shortest one she has is 10 to start out and then it goes to 20 to 30 to 40 and they're Mm. so worth it. I've seen such a difference what else
0: what else the mental health aspect of it it of just like
1: that's true yeah yeah. that's what I needed big time because it started getting really hard for me to like get out of bed I've been waking up at noon going to bed at two or three I'm sure everybody can feel me by saying like my whole sleep cycle has been thrown off
0: Mm -hmm. and it still
1: continues to be thrown off so yeah um my work. I don't know what's going on. Um, they're going to do a hybrid method where they're thinking about doing half in person and half online. And
0: oh God.
1: I don't know what that means for, you know, our department of production. So for mm. some of you who just tuned in, I, you know, work in an acting school, Bryce used to work with me and I run the costume department, which has been a very interesting department to coordinate so far. Uh, And my school has decided to do their graduate performances, which were these end of year performances that their graduating students are supposed to put up in person. And they decided, no, we're going to do those performances on Skype and, or zoom. So uh, fortunately I had the measurements of these performers, of these students that I recorded back in February and I've just been pulling for them. And the school has been like this pick up, drop off location for them to pick up and drop off props and costumes for those performances online, which I think is very progressive. I feel like it's something that maybe they could be the pioneers for, Mm. but it's just, uh, it's, it's a little, um, it's a little stressful because you, you, I mean, you never know who you're going to encounter. I've had a couple of them try to come down into my shop and I'm like, why aren't you wearing a mask? What are you doing here? (laughs) So,
0: yeah. Yeah. the mask thing is so interesting to me. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, like you said, for anyone who's new, I really do try and stay off little soapboxes. But here we are. We're <laughs> But the thing that's so funny is whether you agree or not, that's actually not what kind of confuses me. It does. It definitely does. And I find it abhorrent. But find people who don't want to wear masks. I'm not here to, like, argue that. I disagree with you. I think you're being silly. But the thing that I find the most baffling is it's actually, like, the least amount that we could be asked to do. Like, it's such a nothing thing in my mind. So, like, right. when it's being equated to, like, our stripping of our freedoms. And I wear a mask every day for 10 hours a day. So, like, I moved my one. We have a new roommate. Um, I moved her in. And we were lifting like her heavy stuff, and I wore a mask all day in a hundred degree weather in the fucking valley. It was so wet that I could wring it out like a sponge. Like, oh my I'm not gosh. saying it's like fun. I'm not saying like, ooh, mask, like love it. But I just don't get this like intense aversion to it when it's literally nothing. Like, if I have to wear a mask so that we don't have to go back and stay at home order, it's the least inconvenient thing we could be asked to do and so I I guess you know that is sort of being politicized or you know I'm sure people listening will disagree with me and I'm really not trying to like stir the pot I'm just so good at it naturally (laughs) (laughs) but it just like I'm so confused by it and part of that is because when we were in Japan a few years ago it's just so ingrained in the culture it is if you're feeling sick you wear a mask to keep the people around you from getting sick and that we can't even put ourselves in that mindset for a couple of months really terrifies me if I'm being honest that like our need for like this weird brand of American individualism is being like upheld over the need for communal safety really terrifies me
1: no I 100% agree um we are we are a stubborn nation is what it is we really are
0: I can already hear the comments on this episode like just talk about ghosts stop talking about (laughs) masks actually I'm really sorry I'm not trying to make this like a thing so if anyone is upset like please understand I hear you I'm not trying to make you upset I just as someone who is like already an anxious little bee this has like sent me spiraling in a way that I was not prepared for and we're not even close to being done i was reading this article um from npr so again yes i guess it's like a more liberal source <laughs> i guess but they were saying like we could be done with this in two months two months and kids mm-hmm. could go back to school and it wouldn't be scary and halloween wouldn't be canceled and right. we wouldn't worry about like if christmas is going to happen or new year's like or any of those holidays like thanksgiving and so it's just like this weird thing where I'm like, we could be done in two months, and we're just choosing not to because people think it's not that big of a deal, and the information we're getting isn't that accurate, and we're being lied to, and we're refusing to do the one thing that we know works. We can look at other countries and see how they did it, and we could be done And then we could be done like the the scary thought is like I don't remember what I did in January and February gun to my head. I don't know what I was doing because this whole year is just getting eaten by this virus and it sucks and I hate it, too. But we're choosing that, like we're choosing to let it eat the rest of this year up.
1: But wouldn't you also agree that Halloween might be safe because people will definitely finally wear masks regardless? So
0: that's a good point. That I, is
1: a good point. I mean, I always tell people, look in the horror community, if you don't believe in masks, look up to these people that did wear masks. Look up 100%. to Mike Myers. Look it's up So to funny because they're like
0: latex, rubber, <laughs> fur masks that you definitely cannot breathe in. Like anyone who's yes. worn a gorilla suit costume knows you cannot breathe
1: girl mask apparently
0: is too much
1: it's too much right if jason vorhees can slaughter a team of teenagers in camp crystal lake with a mask on and have an installment of how many sequels eight nine 20 of them i'm sure yeah 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 yeah, for sure i mean (laughs) (laughs) then you guys could wear a mask you guys could do it especially mike myers do you know how many installments this man has had with a mask a latex mask and you not a pretty that one? You know latex
0: mask was covered in lead paint from the 70s. Like, oh,
1: you know. It, he's a,
0: he is a warrior.
1: He is. Even though he's psychotic, but he is a hero in certain people's
0: eyes. But he's so tall. Ooh.
1: I know. And he has broad shoulders. He's one of the very few people that can actually pull off a uh, overalls.
0: You, I'll, I'll lighten it lightly. Can I tell you the funniest mask story that I've recently had?
1: Please do, because I'm sure everybody's like, please, anything funny at this point. <laughs> so
0: I was, there's a new Trader Joe's that just opened up down the street from us over where that new mall is going to be. Oh, so.
1: yes. The the one in NoHo West where that yeah, woman well, was it's recorded.
0: So if you haven't gone yet, it's huge. Oh,
1: she's been there several it's times. So
0: I love it. It's big. It's really spread out. It's like it's kind of tucked away. I don't think amazing. a lot of people know that it's open yet. Yeah. So it's not quite as crowded. I was there on Thursday, and the tallest, most handsome from the mask up person I have ever seen in my life. I was so googly eyed for him. (laughs) I'm like, okay, how do you get someone's number while maintaining appropriate social distancing? It was very stupid, and I was like a giggly schoolgirl trying to find my produce.
1: Was was he working at Trader Joe's? No, he was like a a fellow
0: shopper. So hopefully our paths will cross again.
1: Oh my goodness. Maybe you should have guessed the bend and snap.
0: We did do the like light gay eye contact, but I'm kind of such a chicken. So I like broke (laughs) eye contact like a little too early. But I think if I had been a little braver, it probably would have gone down. But (sighs) and then to what End, like so I can... Skype date him for the rest of my life. Cool.
1: <laughs> Moving forward, guys. Yes, we do have stories for
0: you. <laughs> yeah, stories. stay with us.
1: But I feel like listeners' tales episode is a great way for us also to catch up and just be chill and laid back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I
0: feel yeah.
1: It. Yeah. I feel you. Feel you. They're
0: screaming so into their microphones right now. Like, please just get to the story.
1: They go on iTunes and uh, Apple iTunes and start uh, you know writing down their comments.
0: <laughs> one can, star. I'll probably leave one myself. That boy will not stop talking.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's about right. <laughs> but it's our podcast, and we could do this. So don't worry, guys. We're going to make this late and already, you know, humorous. So uh, we have some stories for you. We have one about a, go- a ship, a ghost on a ship. We yeah. have one about a castle in the U.K. And one about – it's kind of like a two-parter, and Bryce is going to read it. It's uh, We just got this one a couple of days ago about That'd a girl who cool. – lived in a house that set on was set on a property that had something nefarious kind of around it. But then um, something else happens to the family that uh, lives next door. And uh, she goes through an experience that she can't explain. And what else, what else, what else? And, oh, we also have one of uh, from another listener who had an experience of her life as well. So Bryce is going to read that one as well, too. But nice. uh, Bri- Bryce, ladies first. Would you go you with go. the first story, madam?
0: Um, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to read My Unsettling Experience. And this is sent to us from Lacey in North Dakota. Or, well, that's where she was at the time of the story.
1: Yes, right? this is a good one.
0: Mm, I was just, like, perusing it, looking for any words that might trip me up. And I already saw a word that made me, like, get the heebie-jeebies. So this is going to go great.
1: <laughs> Congratulations, Lacey.
0: Yeah, no. <laughs> you're you're for here. Okay. <laughs> Hello, Bryson, Tammy. I just discovered your podcast a few weeks ago. That's so sweet. And like most people, I am binging and obsessing over it. While I am one of those weirdos who has had an experience and remains a ghost skeptic. Yes, come on, team skeptic. I love watching ghost hunting shows and consuming copious amounts of podcasts on the subject. So thank you for what you do. That's so sweet. That I also think Bryce's reactions to everything are just adorable and brings the show to a new level. <laughs> we got to introduce you to some new friends.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. That's what Um, The experience that I want to share with you was when I was 15 years old and living out on some farmland in the middle of nowhere, North Dakota. My dad had a friend who owned this large piece of land with two houses on it that sat about 30 feet apart. They lived in one and they rented out the second one to our family. Oh, that's cute. Uh On the land towards the back of the property were a couple of old barns and a huge shop used for woodworking. This shop will be important later, of course, always. The family we live next to had six children, and I have two sisters, so we thought we were the luckiest kids to get to live and play together all on the same land. That's cute. That is. Um, I feel like those parents must have been so tired all the time. Right. (laughs) Nine children later.
1: (laughs) Running around. Which one is mine again?
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. Just everyone feed everyone. It's fine. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: A little backstory. While living out there, creepy things began to happen that I had little answers for. For example, many times I swore I saw a Mothman-like creature running at the base of the tree in the night, and you didn't force your parents to move immediately? Like, come on. <laughs> it was darker than the blackness around it, and a winged mass that was moving faster than a man could run. Rings oh, a bell God.
1: guys. Rings of bell.
0: <laughs> yes, Mothman. I'm so weirdly obsessed with it, but it terrifies me. Uh, weird things would happen when I would have a sleepover at their house. They had a daughter the same age as I was, so we quickly became friends and hung out all the time. For example, many nights the TV would turn on and off throughout the night and always to a station that was static, even if you had it on a real channel before you shut it off, which made it creepier that it was never... What made it creepier was that it never happened during the day, only at night when we were sleeping in there. Oh, God, that's so... gross. Right. (laughs) Another time, she and I were home alone and decided to watch a movie downstairs. Upstairs above us was their dining room where they had a heavy wrought iron chairs and tile flooring, which made a distinct sound when the chair was pulled out or was moved across the floor. At first, it was just a small noise, the chair moved an inch or two and made the scraping sound, but it quickly accelerated into what sounded like all the chairs being pulled out and pushed back in at once. The sound was so loud and lasted a solid five minutes before completely stopping. And I have yet to mention that we lived right next to... Oh, my God. Stop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Really buried <laughs> the lead on this one. And I have yet to mention that we lived right next door to an abandoned, scraggly graveyard from the 1800s. Needless to say, there wasn't yeah. energy. Oh, was
1: there? Oh. Yeah, that's going to happen when you live close to a graveyard. You're going to have a Girl, lot of...
0: You had me at North Dakota. Come on. <laughs> just kidding mostly. <laughs>
1: oh. The state that always sleeps.
0: Real. Okay. Oh, Sorry good. for the long intro. No, never apologize. The story that I want to share happened in August of 2001. Sadly and unexpectedly, oh, the oldest of their six children, Nick, tragically died in a car accident at 18. That is so sad. I know. Oh. Me. A few I days know. after the funeral, my mom walked over to their house to have tea with Nick's mother to comfort her and be with her. She had maybe been gone ten minutes when I decided that I should walk over and do the same with my friend. As I walked out my front door, I could immediately hear very loud 80s rock music playing. On the back end of the property sat the woodworking shop. Nick and his dad, Don, built custom furniture for people, and while living there, 80s rock music and the sounds of saws going was a constant. I looked back towards the shop and could see all the lights on and could hear the saw going as loudly as the music. I knew that Don was probably back there grieving in his own way, and I thought maybe I should stop in and just check on him and see if he needed anything. That's so sweet. The shop Uh sat about 200 feet away from my front door. I had probably walked about halfway there when I decided that I should probably just let him be and let him grieve alone in the space where he and his son had spent so much time. I turned around back towards their house, and as I got inside, I walked Oh, my God. (laughs) I walked into the kitchen where my mom and Cindy were sitting. I asked Cindy, is Don okay back there in the shop? She looked at me confused and said, Don is not here right now. He's not home. Oh, I, of course, replied, no, he's in the shop. All the lights are on and the saws and the music are going she said lacy he's not here we both looked at each other completely confused and i rushed over to the door of the kitchen to face the shop i whipped the door open to show her that he was back there but i was oh god but i was met with a completely dark and silent shop no lights no music no saws don was in fact not home and no one was back there oh my god the saws that is so creepy
1: I know. And the 80s music. I mean, a great touch. I, like I love that.
0: the 80s music. The songs could be a little creepy. <laughs> um, my dad was at work and all of us children were accounted for. No one had been back there. I was immediately filled with fear. Same. And felt like I was having a panic attack. My mom tried telling me that it was stress and I imagined it. But how do you imagine something so dramatic? I mean, if you try and with God's help, anything is possible. But I agree. I could get on board with maybe quickly seeing a flash of light or hear music for a second, but to imagine seeing all the lights on and to hear the music and the saws and actively walk towards and away from it, I did not imagine that. Ugh. I am still creeped out to this day, same girl, because I tried to picture what I would have seen had I kept going and opened that shop door. I'm also filled with guilt because I gave his mother some hope that he was still there and they... Oh, no. I know. And they began using Ouija boards to try and contact him. No, North Dakota, don't do that. The land held weird energy and no part of what happened brought me any comfort. It did not... Fill me with peace thinking that he is still here. It felt dark and unsettled me completely wrong. I am a Christian and believe in demons and bad energy, and I think something was messing with me. If Nick was trying to give me a sign, one, why would he do it with the shop that meant nothing to me? That sign would have been for his dad, and second, why me at all? Oh my god, real. His family had never experienced anything up until that point, and you think he would have wanted to bring comfort to them, not the random neighbor kid. I was always very open with how I felt about the land and the dark, creepy energy it had. I honestly think I was raw and vulnerable, and something was trying to scare me. Ugh. Oh, God, that's super creepy. So that's it. Sorry for the super long story. Please shorten as you see fit. Nope. Uh, thank you again <laughs> for bringing creepy joy to my workday as I listen to your podcast. Creepy you brought- joy is very unbranded.
1: Well, you brought it to us.
0: (laughs) I know. Holly on best Lacey. That's so sweet. But, girl, that place is for sure terrifying.
1: It is. I responded to Lacey, and I told her, well, definitely, you know, the land sounded like it had a lot of history. I mean, I would have recommended her to do some research on it. Second, it didn't help that um, they were away from a – they weren't too far away from a graveyard. So that could also be another indicator of things that happened.
0: I wonder if any of her family still live there or, like, if they have... I'm not sure.
1: It's a good question. But Lisi, or... <laughs> get back with us on that one, for yeah. sure. Um, well, it's I interesting even...
0: to see, like, if it has the same energy now that, like, the children obviously aren't all living there, but I didn't know, like, maybe the parents are still living there or something. Oh,
1: that's true. Like, it could have manifested even more while they were living there because of the children. They're such a yeah, for I mean, that. <gasps> that's a good point, right? Yeah, that is a Bryce. lot of
0: energy to, like, yeah, stir up whatever was there.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, But, uh, you know, she, you know, answered her question about, you know, why would Nick do that to Mm. her instead of the dad? Because spirits are going to have a way of communicating to their loved ones. And it's not going to be like full on apparition in front of them. No, they're going to find ways to gently, a lot of times, gently um, communicate to him to them yeah. you know like i think because she was a little bit open to what was going on there as her you know as per her sentence that she mentioned towards the end um i felt that he needed her to let her his mom know Cindy that he was right. okay and the
0: thing is if she was maybe more sensitive right maybe as like maybe she was the only one receptive to that message
1: exactly at
0: all mm-hmm. so you know, sometimes we're the vessel, sometimes we're the recipient, sometimes we're just the accidental bystander, so...
1: Right. That's true. I mean, that is There's true. There's no, so. like,
0: set rules, really, I feel.
1: And she felt bad because, well, you know, I felt like I shouldn't have told Cindy anything because now, like, the pa- family started using the Ouija board. The family's mm-hmm. going to find a way to try to communicate with him, and um, if that was their source of solace, then has, I, I know that... Ouija boards have a bad, bad rep, but um, Ouija boards are not good, but it's not, they're not bad. I mean, if you know how to use them, which I doubt the family knew.
0: um, Right. That's sort of what, this this random family farm in North Dakota, like, they they know how to close a session.
1: That's true. (laughs) They knew how to open or close, but um, maybe Nick was always there to keep an eye on them and protect them. Who knows? But... Maybe he wanted them to be busy in that sense, to to not grieve so much for his passing, because I'm sure it was so sudden and so, oh, so unexpected. or yeah. thing. The I
0: thing just love. What scared like, me more was that the Mothman. I am weirdly yes. obsessed with Mothman. So you know that movie about the bridge that collapsed? Yes. My grandfather was a sheriff at the time in West Virginia. And so no he way. was a part of the, like, recovery and, like, identifying a body's process afterwards. Oh,
1: my God!
0: But, like, that story is very familiar to our family.
1: Um, oh, my God, Bryce.
0: Yeah, because they called I had in, no like,
1: idea! That is they so... They called
0: in people from, like, all over that area because it was, like, so... Traumatic. It was a
1: lot. It was traumatic, and there were a lot of deaths. I mean, they had to like, whew, they had to take out a lot of bodies from that. That what was it? A river or a lake? A river, it, was, yeah. it was a river, and some they had to keep. They couldn't find. They were they were like some cars. We just can't.
0: I know. We so, can't move. And then you know when that movie came out, I was like, wait, why do I know this story already? Oh my god, it's the same. And then they start like showing like landmarks. I'm like, oh my god, it's the same bridge. Like, what the fuck?
1: Yeah, that is insane.
0: Yeah, oh, so, and like, you have you so spoken to your grandfather. Like, huh?
1: To speak to your grandfather about it, wow. I would love to hear his stories.
0: Well, he unfortunately has passed, so if you're willing to get a Ouija board, but I'm sure he'll yell at me for using a Ouija board, so.
1: Don't they all?
0: <laughs> Sometimes I do think about that. I'm just like, oh, because he was he was quite strict, and he was, like, a very staunch, like.
1: So was my grandmother. Like
0: Belt Christian. And so every once in a while, I think about him like, Is he mad that I'm on, like, a ghost podcast?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I could tell you this. My grandmother is confused because I did a a seance at David Oman's house my first time. They were going around the table, and they came to me, and they're like, Tammy, who would you like to communicate with? I'm like, well, I don't know a lot of people have passed. Um, I guess my grandmother. And then instantly, the psychic was like, yeah, I'm getting a sense from her, like, what the hell is all this? What are you yes. doing? And I'm like, yeah, that's, oh that's her. That's her. That no, we're, Do you want to proceed and ask her? I'm like, no, 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 no. I think we're done. We're, I already it,
0: know like, that. <laughs> if I was going to go to a seance or to a psychic, if they told me, like, your grandfather just, like, loves you and he just wants you to be happy, I'd be like, that's not him. That's I don't not know what him. I'm talking about. And he did love me. I'm not trying to, like, paint him in, like, a very dark light. He no. was just, like, a very stern, like, 1950s cop in West Virginia. He's just an old school kind of man from the Bible yeah. Belt. So, like, if it was anything other than, like, well, why the hell are you doing this? I bet, like, no, that's not him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 100%. I feel you in that one. I totally do. I really felt the story about the 80s music in the shop because my my dad would do the same thing. If I ever have to listen to that damn song by Ted Nugent, Cat Scratch Fever, another freaking time, or D- AC DC, who, by the way, I had a boyfriend that was in a tribute band called DCAC. <laughs> but if I had a dollar for every time, I would go out to the garage to get my dad on a Sunday afternoon. And Ted Nugent would be fucking playing. I would have, I would have had enough money to pay up my my college. Oh. <laughs> dear. dear Can't scratch feet. I'm like Jesus Christ. Look at that. Thank you so much, Lacey, for yes, that
0: so story. Thank you.
1: That was so awesome. You really, you you did well, girl. Like scaring the shit out of Bryce. I saved that juicy tale for him to read, of course.
0: Thanks, Mothman. <laughs>
1: All right, guys. So this one comes from uh, a a new friend of ours, actually. This one comes from uh, Victoria Elizabeth Maddox, hailing from the UK. Yeah. Yes. So here's her story about a castle, Sephartha Castle. I butcher that, and it's okay, because we make mistakes on this podcast, and we do it with flair and style
0: supposed to
1: do panache all right guys so here's her message and her story i just wanted to drop you a message to say a huge thank you for the hard work you put into these podcasts i've been binging them these past few days thank you so much victoria and they have seriously been keeping me sane during this lockdown i was due to come visit los angeles in october for the fourth time this year (gasps) and and head to horror nights at universal oh girl Universal misses you. Don't worry. But since that is very unlikely now, this podcast has been giving me the Holly Weird fix that I need. For some weird reason, I absolutely love Hollywood, even though it is probably one of the most interesting and terrifying places I've ever, ever been. For some reason, I have to pull to the place I even got engaged up in Griffith Park, and then Uh went on a tragical history tour with dearly departed. Yes, guys. Yes. If you ever do a haunted tour in LA, you do it with dearly departed Scott Michaels is one of our friends, and he's amazing, and he's so knowledgeable, so knowledgeable of Hollywood history that Quentin Tarantino sought him out personally to be the historian for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So, for some people that do like to throw shade at him, don't because he knows what he's actually talking about, and he's really right. funny. He's really sweet. Um, And I don't even don't even get me started on my love for the Roosevelt Hotel. I could have stayed there forever. Us two eating a whole basket full of sweet potato fries. Hope you guys don't mind me sharing my ghost story with you. Absolutely not. This is what we're here for. I live in the UK in Wales fellow Welshies include Catherine Zeta-Jones, Sir Anthony Hopkins, Richard Burton, Griffith, J. Griffith, and of course Peg and Twistle. Yes, the tragic Peg Entwistle. Twistle. For you guys that and I know about Hollywood history, but back yes. in the yeah, 30s, 40s, she was the actress that fell to her death from the H of the Hollywood sign, I do believe. So her ghost's is claimed to still haunt the hollywood sign uh rather than rabbiting on i should just jump straight in here yes let's get into the good stuff i went on a ghost hunt last halloween in the castle <laughs> in my hometown of merthyr tidfil the safarfa castle is a castellated mansion that was the home of the crochet family Our iron masters of safarfa Iron works. If I butchered these names, guys, I'm sorry, but I want to let you guys know that I do have a degree in theater communications and a master's in costume design, so I am educated to a certain extent.
0: (laughs) We were anymore.
1: I can't even write a grocery list anymore. I'm just like, whatever. (laughs) Okay, we were being taken through different rooms in the dark. Uh, being told stories of what people have experienced in each room. A few of us had EMF readers in our hands, including myself, as the guide was telling us how the last group had quite quite a spike of activity around the certain painting we were standing in front of. The paint was of Iron Master Robert Thompson um, crochet from 1847 to 1879. We had been there for a few minutes and had even stood in complete darkness with no activity at all. Girl, you got some balls and I uh, I applaud crazy. you for that. As the guide was explaining where we were going next, everyone's EMF readers went off one by one in, in a line. Whoa. It was really unnerving because we had been laughing and joking about how unpleasant of a man he was when he was alive. The rumor was that the relationship with his own daughter was once of incest. Another room, I know, disgusting pizza gate. Um, another room we went to was the children's playroom, which was in the round turret of the castle. The guy told us that people have heard violin music coming from the room above in the section, the upper part of the building. Later became a high school, which I myself attended, and uh, was, <laughs> yeah. And was our music room. Nothing really happened happened in the section when we were there as a full group. But later, when my mother, auntie, and sister went back to investigate alone, we were standing in the dark, in the silence. And I stood in front of the three of them, facing them when I heard violin music coming clearly from behind me. When I asked the others, had they heard it? They said no, but believed I had because of the way I spun around and had a shocked look on my face. Sorry if I've gone on a bit. Thanks for reading my story. Sending you both loads of love. Please be safe, guys. P.S. I've included pictures of the painting, the children's playroom, and the castle itself. So here is pedophile Pete right here. <laughs> Bryce, I'm going to show him to you. Look at that oh on, my on God. the camera. Oh, yeah. At
0: that beard. that Look is that. a guilty confession if I've ever seen one.
1: I know. I mean, I usually like men in beard. My husband has a beard, but this is pedo beard
0: yeah, 100%. That's, that's a different level.
1: And oh. then I'm going to show you a picture of the castle she's talking about, and it's beautiful. So this is the castle that they <gasps> investigated. Oh my God.
0: That I know. That's so cool.
1: I know. Like a Robbie Williams video looks like it could have been yeah. shot there. <laughs> and oh, here's one of the rooms that they investigated in the castle right here. Oh, beautiful. God,
0: that's so beautiful. It's
1: like Tiffany blue.
0: Yeah, it's, I love that. All those like, display cases, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, beautiful. But looks super terrifying.
1: But yeah, I mean, whew, if I were to have heard violin music, I would have definitely would have requested Cat Scratch Fever by Ted. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh
0: my God. Oh my God. Did you play 80s rock? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can
1: you see a little bit of Billy Idol? Thank you.
0: Weird. <laughs> Weird
1: yes so thank you so much Victoria for that hey, story you. I love listening stories about um haunted castles in the UK or overseas that's my favorite 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 types of stories to listen to you got some balls girl to be doing a ghost yeah. hunt in the dark not that many that's people can dope. do that that's awesome and um LA misses you of course we'll we'll be back soon don't worry we're just on hold we're on yes. pause right now I know yeah so don't worry we'll we'll be back so, Bryce, you have another one that you want to share.
0: So, this one is called Ex Gay Catholic Kid Times Ghosts.
1: So, I'm going to for that.
0: This is from Haley. What up, girl? Hey. Hey. What up? Um, hey, y'all. Honestly, your podcast is freaking everything. That's very sweet. I'm a weird kid as well. Not Holly weird, but San Francisco weird, Bay Area weird. Not sure, but I hope it's one of the two. Sorry for the long email in advance. You don't have to apologize, but that's very sweet. <laughs> um, anyway, my name is Haley, and I'm a paranormal interested kid who is a huge dang fan of your podcast. And I've got one story to start if you're interested. We're always interested. Please always send your stories. Uh, shit, am I allowed to cuss? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've listened to our podcast for even one millisecond, you know that I'm literally incapable of not cussing, so there's no real way to describe this one past a visceral ethereal punch to the gut i was with my girlfriend at the time who was and is still extremely sensitive she got a v spiritual mexican family ties beliefs that you don't really talk about and you just sort of feel which like that is if you listen to our brujaria
2: podcast
0: episode that is like that's so common it's like we don't talk about it but everyone just kind of knows that it's real and, like, doesn't talk about it. Crazy.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm.
0: Anyway, we were headed back to her house from wherever we were, and this house was freaking horrifying at night. This was sometime in 2014, for reference. We pulled up in her driveway and I began panicking. I had some weird, tingly, pre-anxiety attack feelings, like my body was beginning to float but uncomfortably so backstory and i hope i'm getting bryce with this story sorry bryce but i would physically run from her room at the back of the ranch style california single story to the kitchen and almost break the light switch turning on the light whenever i needed a glass of water from the kitchen at night
1: yes you I'm and not i a both girl...
0: oh no oh god i hate <laughs> that feeling um, i'm not a girl who backs away from a spooky situation i'm very much the kid that stands with strength i pretend to have in these sticky situations but there was no strength in the house at night. She lived with her mom at the time and a German shepherd named Bananas.
1: Aww. I love dogs with food names. I love animals with food names. I do
0: too. Oh, bananas. That's so
1: bananas. cute. Bananas.
0: Oh, I know. Um, a German shepherd named Bananas, but I always felt so starkly alone. Bananas wouldn't even leave my then-girlfriend's room at night. I was worn down to the core of my being, even running through the body of the house in the dark. Feeling watched, feeling pushed out the whole night. Back to that night. We pulled up, she was driving, and I could see in her front window to her living room from the driveway, where she could just see the garage. I popped the lock, but I didn't open my car door. I I felt pushed back from the house, like something didn't want us to come in, but I figured it was just me and I wouldn't say anything unless she did. I made an effort internally to take the scientific approach and not say anything, yes. Or make any uncomfy motion so as not to obscure her feelings. Oh my god, that sentence just gave me so much life. Yes, scientific <laughs> approach. Yes, don't yes, confirm with the is. data. Um I resolved to go first, to open the door first, as much as every piece of me was screaming not to. I didn't want to have this thing come down on her. That's sweet. Before I could actually open the door, she said wait. I caught my breath in my throat and asked what? She calmly and concisely, and I'll never forget this, I don't want to go in there. I asked why, and holy fuck, guys, I really knew, but I asked for scientific purposes, I guess. Oh my god, I'm so obsessed with her. She said something doesn't want us to go in there. Ew. She used the exact (gasps) same phrase that you thought. Oh. Oh my god. Oh. So we sat for another half minute, and then wordlessly drove away to my parents' house, which was across a bridge from where we were. We had to get bridge toll cash at the time, so we tried pulling into two separate parking lots for two different ATMs. One... (laughs) One featured a dude peeing against a truck Who upon seeing us slowly trying to find a parking spot Just stared at me directly in the eye While continuing to pee, classy And the second featured a dude blocking the mouth To the parking lot to the point where we had to drive A little up on the sidewalk to get around him And this had to be 11pm in suburban California Super suburban, like nice Pasadena Hilarious I ran in, got cash, and literally ran out And I hate running, ugh, same, I think we're twins and as soon as we got across that bridge all the weirdness of the night left ew and i'll never understand why the heck that was that is so creepy um Very i'm gonna ask creepy. a question about that in a second oh, okay. uh, i got a few other key ghost stories but this one hit me the hardest because i've never felt my body so pushed back and I've never had it reaffirmed like it was then. A few weeks later, her mom was talking to her about a shooting that had happened in that house. Wouldn't you believe it? We looked it up, and the anniversary was the date of the night we pulled up and felt that weird stuff. Ugh. Oof.
1: Sometimes they always come back.
0: That's so creepy. Anyway, yeah. thanks for reading this tale slash not tale slash escape. Hope you're doing well and staying safe. Best, Haley. Yay, that is so sweet.
1: Thank you, Haley, so much for that creepy story. That, that was
0: so scary
1: especially when i read it the first time i was like no 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 this sounds like a like like a west craven
0: i can't believe your friend at the time asked and said the same thing that you were like thinking that's so creepy. that is
1: very yeah i was
0: (laughs) oh my god that says a lot Um, right
1: there that does says a lot
0: Right. Like well, and we've talked about it before. Like sometimes the need for corroboration and then once you get it, it's like mm-hmm. your brain catches up to you and you're just like, Oh shit, oh shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's like real. the
1: processing it actually downloaded the data and it's like, Oh, we're full on doing this. Yeah.
0: So I have a question because something that she was saying kind of reminded me. Um if you listen to like Uh, one of our first episodes like how did you get involved in the paranormal or maybe any of the episodes that we've been like interviewed on other podcasts you've heard the story of me seeing a demon in the park um if you haven't go listen to those episodes um (laughs) they're great (laughs) so when we were running out of the neighborhood and everything was like it was that very similar thing where she's talking about where it was like we were seeing and like weird like the lights were going off and on and there was like this dog barking and this person came out and was like screaming at us and we were just like running and it felt like the world was like imploding and then we also got to a bridge because like the way that the town that I went to school in Mm -hmm. there's like it's two towns that are like essentially Venn diagrammed on top of each other so like Winona Lake is minuscule, and then like Warsaw is kind of like all around it. Mm -hmm. And like there's the city of Winona Lake, like the lake district or the village district, I guess, is on its own little island. And there's like a bunch of bridges all down the canal to get to the actual island. So we like ran and then like crossed at the first bridge and like on the bridge, we like felt like we had run far enough. We like turned around because we literally thought something was like chasing us, but like getting to the bridge kind of, like, dissipated all of the, like, chaos that was happening around us. Is there something that's, like, because it's a transition barrier, because there's, like, water, or is it just, like, a coincidence?
1: See, that's a very interesting question, because usually water is the energy source for a lot of paranormal activity oh. a lot of places that i've investigated especially like take for example the Bracken fern manor was built mm. over a a spring because um back in the day they used to make hooch. they used to make mm-hmm. liquor and they needed that water to make that liquor especially during the bootleg period so wow. um oh. Uh, there are also a lot of places, too, that are near bodies of water. Take, for example, New Orleans being one of the most haunted cities in in, yeah. in the nation. You know, the Mississippi River is a huge conductor of that. And yeah. that river comes even all the way down from, you know, where? Like St. Louis, Missouri, which is another pretty freaking haunted place as well.
0: come on, Ozarks. Uh,
1: I know. But at the same time, maybe it's also, um you know, a body of protection, you know, When we think of holy water, we think of something Mm -hmm. that's been blessed and, you know, used in a lot of, um, you know, I guess cases where people have felt demonic presences and negative energy. So maybe that that is something of a safety conductor for, you know, people who are wanting to be away from everything that's negative. Interesting. You know, maybe that's that. I mean, that is a good question even to bring up because those are things that I notice that are not talked about a lot. That question of like, why is it always does it stop right when we hit a bridge that's over yeah. water, you know? it's always. Yeah, I'm
0: right sure. It definitely could be coincidental, but it's just like, as I was reading it, I was like really relating to that aspect of like, things were weird in the whole area and it wasn't until we got almost like out of that Yeah. district, if you will, that it mm-hmm. like went back to feeling normal.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like you're in their territory and the water yeah. or the base was the bridge or that body of water, it was the home base. Yeah, You know, who, who knows? But that is a good thing to bring up to other individuals in this community that might have some answers or shed some light. So if anyone's listening and has some answers to that question, definitely email us. Because I would like um, to know more about that, too. But yeah, that, is, that is a good question. Yeah. But that was also a very freaking scary story. So I can't
0: believe, of course, it was on the anniversary. Like, what are the odds? That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Girl, oh.
1: Speaking of anniversaries, David Oman just invited us to be a part of a live stream for his, uh, I think it's the 51st anniversary of the That's- Sharon Kate Manson murders. Yeah, so that one is coming up soon on August. I think it's the 7th and the 8th. It was supposed to be a three-day streaming, but he's making it into a two-day. So, um, Bryce, unfortunately, I don't think you'll be able to make it because I think he wants me to go over or to be a part of it. I'm not sure. I think it's going to be at his house where we're going to. Yeah stream but um but yeah for uh, some of the individuals too that wanted to know like you know how come you haven't been a part of um like the physical mm. uh streams or the physical investigations or anything for that matter um you do work for a medical office so yeah. you have to you are considered high risk so yeah, yeah
0: um yeah i'm glad you brought it up because like Definitely, I am a huge chicken, so that's definitely part of it. Mm -hmm. But I've been to the David Owen house before. Um, Yeah, right now it's just a little tricky um, just because, like, I live with roommates and I'm really the only one that's still working, which in many ways I feel very lucky. It's a little bit of a double-edged sword right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, we We luckily don't see sick patients. Like, we're not a general practitioner's office. Uh, We're not, like, treating COVID patients, but we are seeing patients still. Um, So, again, I know that I'm very lucky. I just have to be a little careful because, like, I am the exposure risk in our house, technically. Which, again, might be, like, lightly paranoid thinking. But, um, yeah, I'm not really, like, as California started to open, I wasn't really participating in that journey i pretty much have been on stay-at-home orders uh except when i go to work so uh yeah and it's so sweet for him to invite us and we kind of talked about it um just for now basically i just don't feel super comfortable being in like indoor spaces that aren't my house so it's a little bit of a tough one and also yes i'm a huge chicken so that doesn't help
1: No, it's good to be safe than sorry.
0: It's... And also, I go to bed at like seven thirty now. I'm, a, I understand, like, wow, oxygenarian specials. Like eating dinner at four o'clock and going to bed at seven o'clock is my dream existence. Oh my
1: god, you are a ninety year old man. Hundred
0: percent. It's so <laughs> bad. Young man's <laughs> <fine>. so bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, I do like sleeping The older. I'm getting. I'm like, oh, I just want to go get a nice dinner, maybe relax with a nice snack, and go to bed at like 11. I'm good.
0: Oh, eat. Yeah. Literally, like last night. I went 11 to bed. early for me. I went to bed at like midnight last night, and I could barely wake up this morning. I was like, oh my god, just kill me.
1: Oh my gosh. I know. Rice. So brave. Wow. Unite <laughs> all you. I know. <laughs> I had a girlfriend that like texted me last night. Hey, you want to go out and get a drink? I'm like at 10 o'clock at night. What? <laughs> Still like practicing social distancing. What bar is open right now? <laughs>
0: hey, I didn't think any were.
1: I think because there's a bar like across the street from her apartment that has outdoor uh, seating. Mm-hmm. So I know certain bars and restaurants are doing that where they're now pushing the seating outside. Yeah, so. I that too. Yeah, and I mean whatever they can to make business. I I feel bad for. People in the service industry right now feel really bad, but you know, my husband and I, I mean, we've been going out picking up and supporting smaller businesses and restaurants as best as we can too. So we feel you people, we feel you peeps, you're loved, you're supported. All right. So we have another one. This is actually from our, one of our patrons. Mm -hmm. We have Shannon Townley Hi. and Shannon, first off shared an email with us with pictures When I saw this picture, it was one of those things like you don't even squint to see, you know, if you do see something, but it's, you know, that it's there. So, Bryce, I'm going to show you this real quickly. Let me know if
0: you can tilt it down a little bit. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: You see it, huh?
0: Okay. It kind of looks like Ian McKellen from the. I don't want to speculate too hard. But I don't know oh my god. Where Ian McKellen is. <laughs> that is terrifying, but that's definitely Ian McKellen.
1: Right. <laughs> that movie had me dead after Oh my god, there's it. this
0: part if anyone hasn't seen it, it's terrible. But if you make a drinking game out of it, it's really fun. But there's this one part when they first go into the movie theater, and Ian McKellen hasn't had his, like, big song yet, so he's, like, kind of been introduced. And there's this part, and they're panning, and he's, like, in a basket looking at the ceiling, and he just goes, meow, 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 out of nowhere. (laughs) And it makes me laugh so hard. He looks like a drunk, homeless cat just meowing at the ceiling. In this random part of a song. It's, like, not his song. It's so (laughs) funny. We also drew little cat butts, and every time the cat butt that we stuck onto the screen lined up with the cat butt on our paper, then we, like, got to take a drink.
1: I saw that on your Instagram. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. That was... You gotta stay creative in quarantine. (laughs) That was smart. Uh, That was, like, actually like, smart and, like, fun game you guys
0: created out of that movie. I think I should market it. I think it would you be should. a good
1: If you're not following Bryce on Instagram, guys, and what are you doing?
0: You <laughs> Seriously. You really not much, I promise. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bryce likes to go to bed early and draw cat butts and watch yeah. cats. There you go.
0: <laughs> 30, flirty, and thriving.
1: <laughs> what 30 looks like. Yeah, right, um, right. So, yeah, so Shannon shared this picture with us. And even the first one that she sent to me, which was the full picture, the one that I just showed you was the zoomed in. But even in the full length picture, you could still see this face. So this was her message to us. Uh... Uh, I can't even tell you how much I love your podcast, and the two of you mm-hmm. together are so fucking amazing and funny. And also, uh-huh. don't worry, I'm adding all the people who make the snarky reviews to my list. Thank you so much, Shannon, because you so do have a lot of snarkiness. Um, but here we are. <laughs> we're
0: After through. today, she's gonna have a long list.
1: <laughs> <I know. laughs> like, you guys got me working now. Um, I know you guys are all about the holly weird stuff. But I wanted to send you this picture that I snapped back in September 2019 when my son was camping on the battleship Texas before they moved it in December. I'm going to attach two pics and one is the original and the other is zoomed in that I just showed you. Mm -hmm. And guys in this picture, I'm going to post it on our Instagram. It is a picture of a fucking man. It's a picture of Ian McKellen as a cat, but it's a picture of a face, and you see it in the full, like the full unzoomed version. Like you don't even, you don't even have to zoom in. You see it. You see it there. And it's one of those pictures that are that is so profound in the paranormal, where it's like, okay, if you squint, maybe you could see the Bigfoot, maybe you could see the ghost cam. Right. But this one was like, I didn't even have to zoom in. It's like I could see it. It was just so clear. So, um. I'm like, I I messaged her back. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so insane. I saw the face. I asked her if we can share her story and her picture, and uh, she said, of course. Hmm. Um, I asked her if 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 she experienced anything, so this was her message back. I didn't experience anything that night. We were there, but not because I wasn't looking for something, anything. I didn't even see this until I got home and went back through the pics. I even... Scoured the other mom's photos to see if I could find something else, but scattered. this was all I got. Good, good investigation. The scouts were supposed to camp on the Lexington at the end of March before the world went to shit, and I was so excited about that, too. I generally only camp at these places that have haunted history. Girl, you and I both. Other than Girl. that, i was just like, no. <laughs> I'd rather go glamping in my car far, far away from you. Real. Um, other than that, you can count on you can count me out. I went with them when they camped in. Uh... Goliad, because it was supposed to be haunted but didn't experience anything. But the stories the guides told me made the trip worth it. And we are planning our first trip to California in the fall to visit Bodie National Park and check out some haunted places and maybe take a celebrity tour. I mean, hey, I'm a tourist. And yes, girl, you will be a tourist soon here. If you do a celebrity tour or any dearly or any like history tour, do the Dearly Departed tour. Mm -hmm. Scott Michaels is the best. I can't. I can't, like, rave enough about him. I'm, I'm going to try to get him on the show, guys, because he's just amazing. And I had the opportunity of investigating his museum uh, when it was open. And I think it closed back in February, unfortunately. But, um, yes, Shannon, thank you so much for sending us this email, for sending us the pictures, and yes. for doing amazing work and in your investigations, like, going through the pictures of um, from the other mothers that had taken the pictures of the location just mm-hmm. to to see if you could debunk it or see if there's anything else there that's smart but yeah this picture definitely gives me goosebumps and you definitely captured something so yeah
0: yeah that's so crazy it's like mm-hmm. it's so weird when things are like so corporeal but also you can tell that like it's not real or like mm-hmm. not uh you're not capturing something in the room like that's right. such a oh creepy
1: but it's even more creepy when, okay, you've heard a couple of stories, but you
0: mm-hmm. are not
1: looking for it, and sometimes it looks for you. And that's what yes. I tell people in this industry, like in the paranormal, sometimes like what we're looking for is not really there, but other times what's there is looking for you, and it yeah. grabs you when it, when you least expect it. Hashtag my story of Frank. We'll never forget him. Yeah.
0: So. You know, it's weird. This is completely unfounded. This is just my personal opinion. But mm-hmm. I think there is, if we, we talk so much about the energy you bring to exactly. an investigation. And I think you've talked about it so deftly about people who go to David Omen's house, for example, or, you know, anywhere. And they're so, like we're going to do this, and then the ghost is going to do this, and then it's like their energy is so intent and, like, focused on getting yeah. the experience that that energy blocks out the potential. It it's very delicate. It's not like you're, a ghost isn't, like, popping up and Patrick swaying you <laughs> in the face. Like, very rarely is that happening. Often it's, like, these subtle things where it's, like, I was taking a photo and, like, later i realized or i just got a weird feeling and then later there was orbs around me or it's like these very subtle little whispers and if you come in with your like blustery energy love that enthusiasm love that like excitement but the potential is there that you're pushing out whatever else might be trying to occupy the room like if we enter a room we're entering with energy
1: exactly and intent you Intent. know, the 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 it's just, I mean, I always bring up David Oman's house because he's so open to the investigations. Mm. He, the thing is he does a lot of public investigations and private, but mainly public. And I, I tell you, there are some people that I've met there that are just like, God, there some of them are bananas. And yes, it's like they come in there with the worst attitude. Like it's like ego and mm being so pompous, I guess it's a good word to also throw out there. Like the, the, the most annoying people that I've met in his investigations were, uh, his public investigations are the ones that are like, well, you know, I'm empathic and I feel, and I sense.
0: It's and like They I, have to be the one.
1: They, they are the they, one. They, yeah. they
0: sense it more.
1: They sense it more. And I love the ones that are like, uh, they're angry. I'm like, who's angry? The spirits that are here. They're really, really angry that we're doing this. I'm like, girl, you're here doing the same thing that we're doing, but you paid the 80 bucks to come here, and here we are. Like, I think they're a little more angry about that lack of toenail polish on your unpedicured foot, for one. I think people come in with a preconceived notion that they're going to make communication with this, with the entities of the the victims of the Sharon Tate murder, but after investigating that house for a year, it's so much more than that. Like, people don't understand it's Benedict Canyon, and it's it's so lively and it's so active. And,
0: and the, that's the thing is, when we were there... Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe part of it was that we were it was just the three of us. But I had no expectations. And I often enter spaces just thinking like, well, nothing's really going to happen. I sometimes feel like the cooler, if you've ever seen that movie... yeah, like, I don't really think anything's going to happen. Like, whether that's because I'm so actively being like, please don't let anything happen... Or just because, like, I just go into it with that expectation. But that night at the Omen House is such a good example because it was like, I mean, he kept saying like, "Wow, they're really active, active. really into you." And they were,
1: they were. I'm not saying it just to say it, but Bryce, they were because it's like you came in, you're just open-minded, and they were like, "Hey, notice me, hey, hey, bitch, over here, bitch, over here."
0: And the opposite, I think the Omen, we do talk about it a lot, but I think one of the reasons it's such a good experience is because since he does offer it to the public, you kind of do get this wide range of people, some who are just there to, like, experience, some who are there for their ego, some who are there for God knows what else in between. So it's, like, these different, like, some of the videos that he would show us Mm-hmm. You can see the reactions in, like, different kinds of experiences of just, like, yeah. oh, well, like, they're experiencing this thing because of, like, the, what they're maybe bringing to the table versus, like, just experiencing exactly. what's actually happening.
1: I know 100%. Like don't get me wrong, like I, I love David Omen and his house and I've met totally. some people who are still to this day one of my good friends in yeah. this community. Like if you guys ever have a chance, um definitely go check his house out at the I think it's the omenhouse.com and I know that he'll be doing a live stream of the house with uh moi included on I think it's mm-hmm. August the 7th and the 8th. So he's taking um, the kind of like the same style of the individuals that live in the Conjuring House. They did a week long 24 hour streaming for seven days, and it was insane. I captured it on our Instagram during our feeds and our story times. Like, I saw like orbs throughout that stream, things being moved, voices. Mm -hmm. There was a picture that I captured in the window of that Conjuring House, it was the house that was based on the story The Conjuring. Um, but not the actual house where they shot. So um, it was bought by a couple who do paranormal investigations, and now they really open the house to people that really want to go investigate. And they Crazy. have it, you know, to where it's set up for live stream. But um, there's this one frame that I noticed. There's a face on a window <laughs> in one oh of the rooms, <laughs> and that was that was pretty interesting. So yeah, definitely um, go check the david omen house or omenhouse.com you could follow him at the omen one on instagram so yeah that's it so that's it guys that's a, that's the rest of our listeners tales thank you so much thank for joining you so
0: us much for sending those i know it's like everyone's always like apology <laughs> like hey you don't have to apologize you're you're helping us out
1: it, no seriously but Let's we really love this episodes.
0: We literally love getting your emails. Please we don't apologize do. for the space.
1: We truly and wholeheartedly do guys. We love getting your messages on Instagram, Facebook, and via Gmail. And we we love doing these episodes of listeners' tales because we want to hear what you've experienced and of course yes. we want to hear the fear in Bryce's voice. So no, you know, we definitely real. we definitely thank you guys for sending them out, for taking the time to sit down and type them and saying
0: hello. Yes. So yeah,
1: so Bryce, you wanna you wanna take this to a close?
0: Um, stay holly weird.
2: Please. yeah stay, <laughs> <please think. laughs>
0: the, stay holly weird. Area weird, whatever she said. That was so funny.
1: <laughs> Love it. Yes, stay holly weird, guys. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves. Yes. Wear a mask. Be like Jason Voorhees minus the slaughtering of innocent horny teens. Just wear okay. a mask, please. Maybe, you know. Not.
0: Who knows? Okay.
1: Yeah. Maybe we could try that out. That could be an experiment. <laughs> All right, guys, if you do love Holly Weird Paranormal, then rate us on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. Be positive. It really does help us indie podcasters out, it helps us become a little more visible. If you want to catch up with our episodes, you can do that on our website, We're Big folks now we're adults now us. i know we have a website where you can go and listen to past episodes and seasons you can follow us on our social media you can actually browse through our merch store we've teamed up with teespring and the noisy project and we've come up with some eclectic 80s designs with our logos thank you to everyone who's actually purchased our shirts Thank you so much. We plan on coming out with more designs with noisy yeah, projects. So very, very sweet. And also you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Holly weird paranormal and Twitter at H W P podcast. We want to give a shout out real quickly to scribe podcast. Yes. The Scry podcast guys go listen to Scry. They've been so awesome. Well, he's been very, 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 very awesome. Awesome. And uh, It's Haunted, Now What? is another one to go um, and follow. And we also wanted to give a good shout out to. So Scry podcast serves as your audio medium into the realms of darkness and shadow, uh, featuring stories submitted by users and collected elsewhere. So I highly recommend that you go and listen to them. Really great stuff, and it's haunted, now what? I'm sure you, if you listen to this podcast, you probably listened to that one, too. Really great podcast, done a lot of great uh, work with um, that podcast as well. Yes. If you want to listen to Hollywood Paranormal, you can on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, Blueberry.net, and so on and so forth, wherever you get your podcast fixed, guys. Yes. Yes, we're
2: everywhere. Yeah.
1: And if you want to join our Patreon club or team Patreon, if you want to be a Hollyweird Paranormal producer, you can. For as little as $1 or more a month, guys, you can actually help produce episodes like this one for Hollyweird Paranormal. Just go on www.patreon.com forward slash Hollyweird Paranormal. And you'll get to read the info. You could be inducted to our secret podcast the Saturday Night Ghost Club, which is a bi-weekly podcast where I collect ghost stories from people off the street, acquaintances, from people who claim to be skeptics and have a ghost story of their own, surprisingly. Everyone's got one. Everyone's got one, and I go out and record it and prepare it for Saturday Night Ghost Club. You'll also be gifted in postcards, stickers, magnets, and coasters to rest your nice iced coffee on. And yeah, just go and give it a gander. Um, You can donate a dollar for three months, for five months, even just for one month. A little does go a long way mm. and we're so appreciative of yes. every every cent that you guys donate we really are appreciative of all the support so we just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who has donated recently yes
0: it's so yes, sweet. It's now, very, like, very sweet it does not it does not go unnoticed because we're all you know a little tighter for money and a little tighter for where we spend our time and our energy and the fact that people are like still with us and still supporting when they can it, it is not it is not a small act like we see you and it's so appreciated and i don't know it's it's, it's lightly mind-blowing because like like, like what
1: yeah so you guys managed to make bryce and his double cry which is a pretty pretty Big feet right there, so it's
0: actually not that difficult. Like, if I see a trailer for Frozen 2, I'll start crying right away. Oh my god, it's, it's fine, I'm fine, I'm very stable emotionally.
1: Oh my goodness, let it go! Yeah. Let it
2: go.
1: <laughs> All right, guys, thank you so much for joining our listener's tales episode, and don't worry, we'll be back right back with some more juicy tales and stay tuned for my new installment of chasing ghosts i'm still preparing for that investigation as well and we will be putting out some more juicy content with david omen so look forward for that too and i guess all i can say is stay holly weird take care of yourselves guys be nice to one another please wear a freaking mask and um yeah we'll we'll catch you very soon bryce anything else you want to say before we go
2: Bang! Bang! <laughs> Bye
1: guys! <laughs> <laughs>